0: In case you missed it, the Secure Act 2.0 was signed into law amidst the holiday season, December 23rd at midnight. Coming up on today's show, we'll cover the impact for retirees of the past, present, and future. Welcome to The Money Professor with Chris Longworth.
1: Welcome into The Money Professor with Chris Longworth. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, and in studio with me, as he is each and every week, is the founder of the Wealth Defender System, principal at the Financial Education Group, a gentleman with 45 years of experience in easy. business. Go easy. And <laughs> years of experience in friendship, Mr. Chris Longworth. You can get in touch with Chris by calling 800-719-7917. Chris, how has the new year been treating you so far?
0: Well, Chrissy, happy new year to you, hun, And, you and uh, to all the listeners, happy new year to everybody as we start off on this, this wonderful journey of life and a brand new year. And um,
1: New year, new page.
0: You know, we got uh, new opportunities. And uh, I w- I've always said that and was always raised in the idea that if you don't like what has been happening, do something different. And so this is where, you know, you've heard me, Chrissy, talk about before uh, on other shows about being mentally flexible, being willing to do something different. It's not going to hurt you. It certainly is going to be uh, very beneficial if you can learn to implement that, especially into certain aspects like your finances. So Mm -hmm. being flexible in that direction, being mentally flexible to learn some new things and then apply them. Not not being afraid to take action. It's a wonderful thing, Chrissy, and this is how we can uh, uh, we really benefit folks every day by helping them achieve those goals. So you know, today we want to talk about a few things that are really I on was, the on the front of our mind for the first of the year, right?
1: I was thinking, I mean, you know, i I think it's so interesting because you you started warning us about this. Uh, A months ago, ago yeah. I yep. feel like yep. here and it comes you and said so here it is hey let's yeah. let's tell let's talk about this on the show and sure enough yeah. it, it it came to it came to pass then that in the middle of the night the secure in, Act. The,
0: <laughs> in the middle of the night
1: so what uh what? literally
0: December 23rd at 11 59 Why? You know, what is up with that Why so, so late it, <laughs> you know again so it was it was not noticed it wasn't talked about you didn't hear it in the news I nobody said a thing about it did they
1: nope i didn't no, i saw and you still i won't, saw a random right? uh, i saw an article days later
0: well when things are changed sometimes and it's not for the favor of everyone they're not going to really be making a whole lot of noise about it are they they're going to try to make this thing kind of just go away real fast real quiet because it's you know they don't want anyone making any any uh noise about it or calling on them or saying hey what did you do here and why did you do this um, I don't recall being asked by any of my representatives about this topic, and yet they go and create these rules and laws that literally affect you know, our future income, mm-hmm. and that's uh, the future quality of our lives, and it can make a difference for the rest of your life. So it's really um, important these days to be on the front side of that, that education piece, that knowledge, what has been changed, how does it affect you? Um, I can promise you the rules have been changed and quite dramatically. And so we're going to talk about some of that today. Yeah. Uh, and again, t- I want to give a
1: highlight reel because yeah, I
0: want to give a you know, as always, we want to prep the class before we we get going on and and kind of lay the foundational groundwork of why we're going to talk about some of the things we're going to talk about. So today in today's class, class, what we're going to talk about is some of the need and what was going on in the numbers. I'm a data metrics guy. So some of the data metrics I follow are quite Stark, and they're quite alarming. And one of them, uh, as uh, you've heard me talk about on previous shows, is debt. Debt is the greatest killer of wealth in America. Plain and simple, when we talk about income planning, debt cannot be part of your planning cycle because it's going to consume what you want to save for your future. So you really got to watch the debt very carefully. And as I've said before, there are good debts and then there are bad debts. So the good debt is the mortgage and the car. Sometimes those are just necessary debts we have to have. Mm -hmm. Outside of that, Chrissy, you'd be hard pressed to, to convince me it's a good thing to go into debt for something because of what happens with interest adding cost to what you purchased. Now you've just you know more than doubled or tripled your cost on whatever item you're financing so no, it's you really got to be careful it, about it's that it's a
1: great point and I, I i have to ask and wonder uh, the portrayal in in, yeah. in movies and and uh, stories about not being in debt to any person or there's a there's a reason right there is i mean there's Chrissy, the and here's
0: why <laughs> again the data speaks for itself so here's the metrics to all the listeners out there how about this one? Let's see if this sounds like you. If it does, we need to chat. One in five of a certain age group of people they're calling the young generation, which is basically from 20 to 45, that age bracket, 20 to 45. If you think about it, that's not a long time, but 20 to 45, one in five. Oh, Oh, I'm
1: in that. Yeah. Okay.
0: One in five are in collections. Wow. They've already surpassed their debt load, and now they're 90 days out, and now they're- st- Gone into collections. That's twenty percent of a very large group of Americans are in collections.
1: That wow, that is uh, is that's that's very high. I mean, and that's and I'm I don't have any background uh, in this field, but it to me it feels like that's, that's a, a very high number.
0: It is that's a, that's that's a lot. That just shows us that the recession has really impacted us quite harshly in that direction. Um, people's incomes have not kept pace in some directions, the debt load they carry has increased the rate, or the, I should say, not in, not the, the rate, it increases the felt impact of inflation. If you carry a debt load and your interest rates went from 12 to 25%, your payments have gone up dramatically. That is less quality of life you get to buy for yourself because of your debt load. So, It's something to pay attention to. It really is um, one of the notable things is that really does make an effect. Um, And, you know, again, if we look back on time and say, what does that mean in relation to where you are in your cycle of of life and cycle of of saving for your future, remember back to 08, 09, 010, and there's some good lessons to be learned from that period of time that we can actually apply to what's happening right now. In fact, there's been some great uh, statistics that have been tracked by some really notable uh, economists. One of them is David Asman from Fox. He's one of their uh, financial analysts. Uh, He had a great perspective on the situation from coming out of that recovery time from 08, 09, and what happened there, and what does it take? Let's hear what his take is on that. Just when we were coming out of the recession in 2009, 2010, then-President Obama raised taxes and raised regulations, and right. we ended up with the slowest recovery in our history, in our, in our modern history anyway, in the 20th century. So, so we could end up with serious problems if in fact they do exactly the wrong thing at the wrong time. Wow. So Chrissy, what do you know? They're, they're doing exactly the same thing right now that they did then. Taxes are rising. Regulations are becoming more regular and more stronger and more stringent and more of them. And that sets us up for that similar environment. And one of the facts is there that we have, I saw this this, uh, on recent statistics. It depends on how you believe the statistics, but there are more job openings than we have people looking for work, and not by a little, but by a lot, a lot. If you look around, there's a lot of people hiring or, or have, you know, hiring signs up in their businesses. Um, that's that's a good thing to a point. That really is a good thing because there is need in that economy. Problem is, is that we're, we're having a difficult time finding people who are willing to put out the effort to go to work. I think we're, we're coming into where uh, people have become complacent for the last two years or three years. And it's going to be tough to break that habit and that cycle and get people back into the regular working life.
1: Does that make sense? It makes makes total. I mean, it makes total sense when we you're explaining it when happen, you break it down. Right? But yeah. uh, but it's it's an area that doesn't make a lot of sense if you don't have somebody like yourself on their on their <laughs> team. I'm, I mean. I've learned a what lot just for. just being able to sit in a studio with you and ask you questions all throughout the break and the show. Um, but it's it's a great time to really lean into
0: It is, Chrissy. If you like don't that. lean in if you don't lean into this particular topic of Secure Act and Secure Act 2.0 and find out exactly how it's going to impact you and your future savings and your future income you're going to be taken apart by it. It's going to be an unpleasant time when you finally get there. So Chrissy, give them our wonderful phone number. And I'm going to encourage everyone to grab this number and give us a call right now. And let's get you on the calendar for your complimentary review. Let's sit down and find out where you are, what you're doing. And if you're pointed in the right direction, If you're not, we're going to point it out and then we'll bring some solutions to the table. So, Chrissy, what's that phone number?
1: The number is 800-719-7917, 800-719-7917. You can also go online to wealthdefender.com, set up a time to sit down with Chris Longworth and at no cost or obligation, it's a great time to set the tone for the year ahead. We have to take a short break, Chris, but what do you have coming up for us on the other side?
0: Chrissy, when we get back, we're going to talk more about Secure Act 2.0. We're going to get into some of the details of what was changed and what are the effects upon everyone who's saving for their future income. So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
1: professor with Chris Longworth. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, and the wealth defender, the money professor, principal of the financial education group. Chris Longworth himself All is alongside to break down the SECURE Act 2.0 passing over the holidays yeah. and what that means for you and your retirement planning, your financial planning process in general, because it yeah, seems it, to have it, some significant did, lasting Chris, implications some, and it changes. It did.
0: made some dents. It made, it made some dents, man.
1: And if you've got and... questions specifically for Chris about how it's going to affect you and your particular situation and circumstances, give Chris a call. We've got yeah. folks standing by. 800-719-7917. 800-719-7917. You can set up a time to sit down with Chris at no cost or obligation just for being a listener of the show. Yep. And, Chris, I know you want to get into the SECURE Act a little more. We do. In, in a little more. Not detail. Depth. Yeah, detail. So, that's the know, word. Thank you.
0: One of the, yeah, let's, you know, again, I, I I study with a lot of folks. And so one of them is uh, Sarah Brenner. She's a, an actual attorney and she's the director of retirement education at Ed Slot irahelp.com. So Ed Slott is an individual that uh, is well known throughout our industry as one of the premier planners and uh, income distribution uh, strategists. And so I train with Ed, and I belong to his uh, elite advisor group. And so Sarah puts out a a newsletter periodically, and every month they rotate through the staff. And her newsletter this week was uh, most notable. And again, it addressed um you know what happened with secure act and 2.0 coming out um literally it was built into and buried in pages and pages there was 4,000 pages of legislation and somewhere in there was a secure act 2.0 was buried in the middle of that so was
1: it like a footnote or i mean because no it, it was just, a lot it of was, pages it, it
0: was buried in the middle literally it was it was I don't know if, you know, again, we, we don't have really a whole lot of time to sure. go through how Congress passes laws, but when they write these things, they are. This one had 4,000 pages to it. So it's very bulky. It was a sure. lot of stuff in here for the budget. And this is, again, to avoid the congressional shutdown, um, it was a $1.7 trillion. A budget that they called the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2023 and, and I love that a, word appropriations yeah. I mean consolidated appropriations you look up the word appropriation and see what it tells you it it just means to take they they just take it so and this was it's a interesting piece how their their legislation yeah I mean it's just interesting how they're putting these things together and then how they t- title them and so forth but what it is is basically it's the son of secure so the secure act was passed in 2020 2.0 is the second version of that. And while some things were changed for some benefit, some things were changed for it's not so beneficial. Um, taxes are still scheduled to keep rising and have been put on an, uh, an increasing schedule. So just know that taxes will be higher into the future. The One of the notable parts was that there was some benefit to the RMD age. So this is the really required minimum distribution mm-hmm. requirements. And sometimes in... In fact, quite often, uh, Chrissy, there's a really large statistic that speaks to IRAs and extra savings accounts that are not used and literally are not needed and then are ultimately are passed on to the next generation. Well, RMDs, required minimum distributions, put those dollars in motion for the sole purpose of tax collection. So I'm going to say that again, RMDs, required minimum distributions are there for the sole purpose to put money into distribution so Uncle Sam can collect his taxes upon it, right? So if we look at that, for 2023, the age limit was increased to 73, so that's good. We pushed out another year, but it doesn't increase again for another 10 years, so it's 2033 And then it will go to 75 years of age. So we're going to be at 73 years of age for about a 10-year cycle. Just know that it's there, right? Okay. How about matched, introduced savers? So savers that get matched on their savings are introduced into certain types of, um, let's just say underutilized credit or what they call savers credit, uh, which is intended to help lower income savers. So people that don't make as much and still trying to save, this credit is an IRS credit that those income qualifiers can can get. And it, it again, it, it doesn't really take effect until 2027, so it's a few years off. And what you're noticing here is all of these things that were built into this SECURE Act are not right now. They're a few years off. They don't take effect for quite a few years down the road. So there is no initial benefit to here other than taxes going up and the compression of distribution on inherited funds. So with that, they, the, the catch-up rates, which is always like what we like to see, that's a good measure of what we can put away and when we can put away that amount. So didn't really change. Individuals who are 50 or older can contribute $1,000 more so that's your catch-up rate is $1,000, and that will go up what they're going to call indexed with inflation, but that won't happen until 2024. So we're two years away from that. Oh. Um, so, again, it's something to be wary that you'll be able to save more the older you get, but not yet. You got to wait for a couple of years. Was
1: there How a reason that? that they picked twenty twenty four or or I'm just <sighs> Who curious? Knows, Chrissy, okay, it, I didn't know if there if, that, if it, there was a there thing. is no
0: rhyme or reason that I know of of the dates okay. and times they chose. It was simply
1: I'm just I just was thinking it didn't know if there was a <sighs> a, a something that had to do with um with. You know, anything financial that I should know no, about well, or the I, listeners should know. No,
0: about. it's just simply, again, you would think that they would do all these things to to benefit us immediately.
1: Sure. Yeah. That's kind right? of my, where my head no. was at. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. Wow. So, how about this one? Now, this one I do like. This is called the Supercharged Plan Catch Up Contributions. So, starting in 2025, 2025.
1: <laughs> okay. So, individuals
0: ways. who are 60, 61, and 62, and 63 you will be eligible to do more contributions to your plans. They will have an extra amount that you can contribute, but not until 2025 and they haven't even defined how much it is. They're just going to tell us right now that you're you're going to be able to put hey, away extra.
1: Something to look forward to.
0: Something, right? <laughs> so what we're kind of leaning towards all of this is again, as they keep changing the rules for all of these deferred accounts, It, Chrissy, as you and I have talked about before, it's, I have a really hard time now recommending traditional deferred accounts only because they have changed so much. They're no longer fiscally responsible to own them. I mean, Uncle Sam is taking more and more control of the deferred accounts, and more and more are going to be extracted in taxes, especially on accounts that are not needed. So why have them? It doesn't make sense to have them when there are far better alternatives, a Roth account the indexed universal life plan, cash value life insurance. There are a number of other ways that you could, non-qualified plans, number of other ways that you can grow your money safely and grow that asset nicely, get some guaranteed income, get the wealth defender strategy on your side, and not have all of these rules and Uncle Sam breathing down your neck, right?
1: And that's exactly what you help folks with every single day. We do. We do the Wealth Defender, the creator of the Wealth Defender strategy, and principal of the financial education group, Chris Longworth. Essentially, you're saying you've got folks back. You've got their back. Before
0: (laughs) before you go into the number, here's two other things I want to make mention of real quick, Chrissy. A couple other benefits. Now, these are good benefits. Rollovers from 529 plans into Roth IRAs. Mm -hmm. That's never been allowed. Now it is. So, I have talked to a few people that have 529 plans that did not get used. Kids didn't go to school. They changed their mind, whatever. There was money left over. Now they can roll those dollars out into a Roth IRA and use that to gain control, gain ownership, and then put them away for the future. So that was a good benefit there. And then also the penalty for missed RMDs. Now, this is a big one. The penalty was reduced. So the 50% penalty was reduced to 25%. So they cut that in half. Now, again, that's a very beneficial thing. But you, you don't want to have any penalty. You don't want to miss any RMDs. And so, again, if, if, you, if you have a deferred account, simply plan on them when it's time. If you'd like to get away from it, we'll show you how to convert it, and that way you'll never have that problem ever again. So Chrissy's going to give you a phone number. Give us a call, folks. Let's sit down. Let's have this conversation about where you are, What are you doing? And is it the right thing? And are your investments perfectly in alignment with your expectations? And if they are not, we will certainly help you get them in alignment so it does exactly what you expect it to do. So, Chrissy, give them that phone number.
1: 800-719-7917, 800-719-7917. You can also go online, wealthdefender.com. And set up a time to sit down with Chris Longworth. Take advantage of that no cost, no obligation, comprehensive financial review. Yeah, and
0: we'll have fun. It'll and be a you good will conversation, have fun. I promise. Because, I promise.
1: Because <laughs> I mean, Chris will even buy you a cup of coffee. So I mean, it.
0: it I would. <laughs>
1: he, he, he's done it. I've seen it. <laughs> but coming up, we are going to cover some more ways to help in 2023 when it comes to your financial planning process. Chris, what do you have in store for us specifically?
0: Chrissy, there are a lot of moving parts that need to be considered in your retirement planning journey, and it's important to separate fact from fiction. Coming up right after the break, we're going to help dispel some of those common financial planning myths.
1: Have issues when it comes to separating fact from fiction, myth from reality, especially when it comes to your finances and planning for your retirement. So in that case, who you're gonna call? The money professor. The money professor. Right? Because that's it. He's gonna do some myth busting.
0: You know, that's what we're gonna do, and and that's the you know. That's why we're here. So let's dive into that and let's divide some fact from fiction. Let's give some peace of mind and then uh, make sure everybody has what they need to be able to make smarter decisions. Because truly it's about being able to make a decision that's right for you. And that decision has got to be based on the facts, not hype and fiction, but truth and facts. So yeah, let's, um, let's get to some well, of that. Let's,
1: let's start with number one. I can just borrow money from my 401k if I need to.
0: Well, that's a myth right off the bat. Okay. I mean, no, you can't. And it's a, mo- a common myth. But no, there are, there are certain accounts that don't have access for that, certain ones that do. There, it, it really is individualized to the 401k. Um, but you really have to watch your age. If you access any deferred account before 59 and a half, IRS is going to penalize you and everything's going to become taxable. So you got to really kind of be mindful and that your retirement accounts are not your savings account. That's not where you go for your emergency money because there's a cost and a penalty if you do.
1: So I'm going to embarrass myself for a second. I watched some reality TV shows, and one of the ones that I watched is a show called Love After Lockup. Yes, you heard me right, but stay with me. (laughs) So there was an individual who spent spent $30,000 from their retirement account on a relationship with it. Prisoner, yeah. um, inmate. But that's Crazy, what the concept. Isn't it? It, Crazy. But, but I couldn't understand that. I didn't know the part of borrowing. I didn't know you could take yeah. money from from an account like that. And she was only in her early 30s, so it seemed yeah. uh, bizarre to me. But it's a it's something you hear a lot. People saying, "Oh, I I took this from my yeah." I
0: just I just borrowed it from my account. I just pulled it it's, out so I could use it for a bit. I'll put it yeah. back later. And no, that's not how it works. So if you not- pull the money out, it's a triggers event. And that event is a penalty for early access, and all of those dollars are now added to income for the year, and they are now taxable, and you'll pay a penalty on top of it of 10%. So uh, not a smart thing to do. Wow. Right?
1: Okay. Well, I mean, that, see, that's, that's, help, that's helpful. So yep. myth busted? Yep. Myth busted. Uh, number two, I won't need as much money as I do now when I retire.
0: Well, now think about that one for a second, Chrissy. Okay. I mean, I'm going to call busted on that one. All right. That's That's a myth only because, and let's just look back over the last year. Have prices not been steadily increasing? How about we go back over the last five years, 10 years? How about the last 20 years prices have been increasing your life doesn't stop the cost of your life does not stop because you you stopped working that's not how it works so you've got a plan on rising cost and inflation throughout the rest of your life you've got to have a wealth defender strategy that will allow your income to grow with you throughout your lifetime and that way you'll never fall prey to inflation or rising costs
1: and if you would like to see that Wealth Defender strategy and how it can be applied to your situation, your circumstances, your goals, you can call right now, 800-719-7917, 800-719-7917. Set up a time to sit down with Chris Longworth at no cost yeah. or obligation, just for being a listener of the program. Yep. Number three, fact or myth. I don't need to save because I can rely on Social Security to pay for my lifestyle in retirement.
0: Chrissy, we have this conversation with just about every, one. I mean, everyone we sit down with, they ask about that and their concern is, is it going to be there? You know, And yeah, Social Security will be there. It'll be there for everyone who pays into it. Okay. The question is, how much are you going to get paid back to you? And that's where The turndown event that is scheduled for the year uh, between the year 2033 and 2034, somewhere in that year, Congress flips a switch and everyone who claims at that time and thereafter will get a reduced amount. Now, again, that reduction is debatable at this time, depending upon the economist that you follow. I've heard estimates anywhere from 25 to 35% and anything in between. So just know that it's going to be a reduction. That gets paid out at that time. So those who claim at that particular time and thereafter will unfortunately receive that reduced amount. So that being said, is Social Security going to be enough? And no, it's not enough. Social Security is not a full income, Chrissy. So again, myth busted. So you want to say
1: together? It's one. It's two. It's a it's, three. Myth busted.
0: I'm telling you, it is a. It, it's a. Uh, it's an unfortunate fallacy that. It's only a portion, and generally it's not even a large portion. Mm-hmm. Social Security as a payout piece to retirement income is generally less than 30% of wow. what is needed. Of what is needed. Of
1: what's needed. That's so it's a, not a lot to begin a, with. That's a very small amount. So, so, and I I, I disclosed this on the show before. I didn't know that I really thought that that, that, that and Medicare were... Yeah. And Medicare was free. Those were two A lot things. of people do. So imagine if you're, if you are just trucking along yep. and, yep. and that would be a devastating thing to find out, um, the hard way. And that's exactly what you try to prevent yep. with, with what helping further financial literacy and the, here on the show each week. I love, I love that. Yeah. So three myths yeah. so far. Just Dis- yeah. debunked. You ready for four? Let's get the next one. I have a plan by saving through my retirement plan offered by my company.
0: Well, again, it depends on, now that's kind of a nebulous statement there and, and only depends on what plan it is and what kind of plan it is. So
1: assuming the but, person, this person, they say, I have a plan, it's yeah, saving my, through my know, company retirement.
0: You want to know what it is. Is it a 401k? Is it a- Is that um, a
1: financial plan? A
0: simple- IRA? Is it a, a just a plain up IRA? I mean, is, it could be a SEP IRA. There's multiple types of plans. And there again, you really got to understand what it is, because the different investment vehicles make all the difference in the world. Just by saying that I'm saving through my company plan, what are you saving? What is the investment? What is the money actually doing? And that's where people kind of lose sight. So again, I love that you're saving great. But what is it doing? Is it doing the right thing? Is the money going into the right investment? Is it growing with compounding interest? Or are you exposed to 100% risk 100% of the time? So those are the things you got to pair out in uh, you just can't assume you really have to be deliberate there.
1: And next we'll do my family worked with the same advisor for years. So I am sure he's out for my best interest too. (laughs) Factor myth.
0: We talked about this before, Chrissy. And this is, I've actually done a class on this. It's called generational investing, where a family will invest with the same advisor generation after generation and watch the previous. Now, this is crazy, but this is true, and it's happening right now with several families I'm working with. They're watch their grandparents struggle throughout their retirement watch their wealth get taken away by volatility, watch all these bad things happen to these individuals, and they're using the same individual, and they're doing exactly the same thing as they were doing, and what, what results do you think you're going to get? And this is where I just don't get it when, you, you know, no, big myth, okay. big myth. It doesn't mean that they have your best interest in mind. It just means that they're doing the same sales routine they've always done, And remember, they buy and sell, they buy and sell, they buy and sell. They may not be planning income for a lifetime. And that's a very different thing, uses a very different set of tools. The wealth defender strategy is part of that lifetime income uh, strategy. Um, And I can promise you that unless you have some kind of foundation like that, that's where the jeopardy comes in. And and then that that jeopardy gets spread out amongst generations of time, not being able to really you know, do what they ultimately want to do, and that's prosper and grow generation to generation.
1: I I did see two very interesting misconceptions that are just very widely spread across, and I thought this was a a great point to hit before we wrap uh, this segment. And one of them is that financial planning services are too expensive that's a huge misconception. And another is a, yeah. that a, a financial coach, um, or advisor will make me feel dumb. I'm, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Very true. Ev- those, no, are, very true. those are everywhere.
0: And, and this is why, again, we, we, we take a very different approach, Chrissy. We, we're going to talk to you in plain language. Um, I'm a teacher, so I can, I can get this information across to you in a, in a, relatable, understandable way that you can directly apply to your situation, to your life, and see if it makes sense. Like we talked about previously, Chrissy, there's three criteria people really need to be thinking about, really, only three, right? Is it reasonable? Does it make sense at all? Is it logical? I mean, if it's logical, if it's reasonable, and it makes sense, then that may be you know, worthy of your attention. So this is where you have to ask yourself that question. If this is quality of life money, is it reasonable to put it at 100% risk 100% of the time? Is it logical to take your quality of life money and place it at 100% risk 100% of the time? And does it make any sense at all to do so? Those are the questions you need to ask yourself. And if you're having trouble, you know, determining that, give us a call. We'll be more than happy to walk you through it step by step. Let's take a look and see what's going on We'll bring some clarity. We'll make it understandable. We'll make it very easy for you to get your mind wrapped around it. So we're, you know, we'll bring some peace of mind. And, and again, we'll leave you with a smile on your face.
1: And you can call right now to set up a time to sit down with Chris Longworth of the Financial Education Group. Yep. Have a personalized, no cost, no obligation, comprehensive retirement review, financial review plan. Roadmap, blueprint, whatever you want to call it.
0: <laughs> Let's take a Create look and see it. because right. Chris, yeah. Chris
1: is gonna do that for you just for being a listener yep. of the program and ask him all the questions you want, and he can bust, bust all the, the myths. I can't even we'll, say it. we'll M- talk about the bust. truth and
0: f- the truth and facts and f- and see how it relates and touches you directly, and that's where you'll find two things. Remember, Chrissy, with knowledge comes power, and with truth comes the ability to gain control and then take action so it's a very positive thing to uh, learn some some things and then be able to apply them to yourself and your life it's an empowering thing that we help folks do so we're we're happy to do it
1: and chris it's your favorite time of the week coming up when we get back
0: right it is we're going to have some questions from listeners and we'll knock that out of the park for you right when we get back
1: Here on the Money Professor with Chris Longworth. I am your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis. And in studio with me is the Wealth Defender, Money Professor, Principal at the Financial Education Group, Mr. Chris Longworth. And yeah. we're having fun as we do. We are. Each and every week at this time. As always. Chris, we've got plenty of questions from listeners to dive into. We do. So I really want to fit in as many as we can. If you've got questions for Chris, 800-719-7917 is the number, 800-719-7917. You can set up a time to sit down with Chris.
0: Yep. Give us a call.
1: At no cost or obligation. And we're going to start in Snoqualmie with Jody's question. My employer just quietly decided to switch to the 401k matching program from each paycheck to just one lump sum annual match at the end of the year last year. You must be an employee the entire year to receive the employer match. They claim their reasoning was to match the climate of the market currently. Does anyone else actually get their 401k matched on an annual basis rather than by paycheck? I've never really heard of it done this way.
0: Thanks. Jody, great question. Um, That's a very
1: interesting question. It is.
0: It's a a unique one. I, I have not run into this very often, but I have run into this. And as I will point out, all 401k plans are owned by the employer. You are not the owner. You are the participant beneficiary. But the employer gets to set the rules. They get to set how much is contributed and when it is contributed. You don't have any say in that, Jody. So unfortunately, there's not a lot you can do. Just be glad that you get it. It's free money. I mean, free money is always good, whether it's once a year or throughout the month, uh, every, you know, throughout the year, every month. Um, Still, if they're contributing, hopefully it's a, a sizable percentage and it makes it worth your while.
1: Thank you so much to Jody for that question. We're going to go to Concrete next where Matt has a question for you. I'm reading a lot about long-term care insurance, and I don't know if it's a good idea, so I'm asking if it's worth it, or should I put my funds in personal investments with good high question. yields? I'm 40, no kids, and my husband and myself have 355000 saved for retirement. Any wisdom or insight? Thanks.
0: Well, Matt, let me say this. It's a great question. I love how you're, you're looking at this. Um, I, I always like it when people look downrange in their retirement and know that the end of life is generally the most costly time and expensive time of your life, and it's also the most precarious for the ones that we leave behind. So having a well-defined, well-built plan that takes you all the way to the very end is a great way to build that rock-solid foundation. So well done, Matt, in, in, in having that thought. Now, long-term care insurance, let's talk about this. So I like the thought. The, the insurance piece, um, you know, LTC could be a good thing. Statistically, there are better ways to take care of this. And so that's what I will say is that when we have your appointment, Matt, we'll go into the details of some of the other options that you have that will do a better job than long-term care insurance and give you what we call living benefits. Now, these are things again, that will take care of you as you are alive and when needed, but without the restrictions of long-term care insurance, because all LTC programs have quite heavy restrictions. There's 90 day waiting periods and so forth, and you can't use them actively right away. And sometimes they're limited to how much they pay out and so forth. Um, so we'll talk about that. It's a great question, Matt. And uh, I love your savings. Uh, let's see what you got on the horizon. And um, if we can help point you in the better direction there, we'll, 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 uh, we'll do so. So we look forward to it.
1: And I could not love Matt's question more, especially in it with the, um, the number of details, there's there's a great...
0: They're looking forward. I mean, yeah. this, here's individuals that are looking forward. They got children. He's got a spouse. He's got somebody that they care about. And they're really wanting to make sure that there's no interruption of Thoughtful. quality of life for anyone. Right? So Absolutely. I love this, Matt. Way to go. Well a- done.
1: 800-719-7917 is the number. If you have questions of your own, 800-719-7917. We're going to Covington next, where D has a question for Chris. In the process of buying Christmas gifts for my kiddos, I found out that I had 21000 saved in my retirement savings account. I paid for gifts on credit cards to start and then borrowed half of the money in my retirement account for paying Ugh. off the cards and gifts. Was Ugh. this a really bad idea?
0: you Dee, what did you do, honey? Uh, this is, again, where... We just talked about it. If, if I don't know how old you are, D. so if you're not 59 and a half, you just incurred a 10% penalty on top of all of this. You had to claim half of that. So $11,000 must be added to your income for the year. You're going to pay income taxes on that. And that's going to be a few bucks all by itself. So, you know, again, you got to be really careful. Your retirement accounts are not where you go to borrow money from. There are as far better ways to accomplish that goal if that's what's needed. Um, again, there's better ways to build assets that you can borrow against and be a real benefit to you instead of um, instead of a drag or a curse like this may be. So Dee, when we have your appointment, we'll get into the details and let's take a deeper dive here. Let's take a look and see what's going on. Maybe we can fix it. You know, I, I could tell a lot of folks, I can fix a lot of things financially for people. So let's take a look and see what we can fix here for you, Dee.
1: And it's, it's, it's really important An important point, I think, because I did not know that until we started working together and and became friends. I did not ever think to ask the question about, hey, um, what it? it, it, I didn't know there was a penalty. I feel like it's something that really that folks there have to be other people that don't know that too. But it's not just me, myself, and D, right? Like there's
0: right, no, absolutely, Chrissy. It's. There's a lot of, of and how can I say this? I, I just, I have to be blunt no, as I always. Is I, I think people like that about me. They say, Chris, you're awful direct. And I mean, I am. I can because tell when you I can
1: tell when if you, if you weren't, I wouldn't appreciate it. <laughs> Chrissy,
0: it's the financial, it's the fact of financial illiteracy. Sure. People are financially illiterate. It's true. They really don't understand what they need to know at the basic level to be able to make decisions. And so a lot of times they guess. And when you guess, it's a 50-50 chance. And that's an awfully that's an awfully risky position to put yourself in, especially with money that must provide quality of life, and it certainly must last all of your life. It just does not make sense to guess with this stuff. you got to be really targeted. You've got to be precise, and you've got to be exact in what your actions that you're taking um, just to make sure that you're protected and, and you're well covered, right?
1: There's enough risk when it comes to this field, right? Well, there yeah. is. And again, so in fact,
0: the next the yeah. next question, I see the next question that's coming up. Go ahead and read that one. Billy has yeah. a great one, and this speaks Redmond. to this exactly. So let's let's answer this We're one.
1: We're going to Redmond next for Billy's question. I've heard a lot of success stories online from folks that use bonds, annuities, et cetera, but crypto seems to have made the biggest splash. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask... Which of these three options would result in my paying the least in taxes?
0: This is a good question. Way to go, Billy. This is someone thinking about the other nemesis, not just volatility, but taxes. So great question. And bonds, crypto, all securities, all equities, they are annually taxable accounts because of the dividends and growth that happens inside the account. You must pay taxes every year. Even if you're not using the account, you still have to pay taxes on it while it sits there. An annuity, a fixed index annuity of the right kind, there is no annual taxable event. The only taxable event is when you actually use the money. And in this tool, you actually get tax favored distribution. So when the money is distributed, Your contributions in a non-qualified fixed-indexed annuity are always tax-free when they come out, always. You're only subject to tax on the growth in the account, and that will be at long-term capital gains tax, which is always going to be the smallest amount of tax. So it's what we call tax-favored distribution. So again, the right type of fixed-indexed account can be extremely beneficial when we talk about a lifetime of distributions and you having more money to spend and minimizing that tax uh, crunch that's going to be there. So great question, Billy, and I'm looking forward to your meeting. We'll have some good details to share with you on that.
1: And we are going to fit one more in Sloan from Seattle. If my company contributes a match to my IRA and I leave in a year or two, I know the matching is void, but what happens to the gains for my investments? I'm weighing the pros and cons of opening one, through my company, or on my own. So I wanted to ask, Happy New Year.
0: Well, slow and Happy New Year to you too. And that's a great question. I like this one. So again, matching dollars is free money. I will never say no to free money. So if the company's offering a matching program, simply take it. And let's talk at your appointment and we'll get into the details of what that program looks like. Again, if it's not a really advantageous one, then participate at a minimum level so that you get the match and then set up your own personal program on the side that you can contribute to as well. And now you have the double dipping effect. You've got your company contributing for you in the 401k or the IRA that they set up, and you can have your own non-qualified or cash value plan that you can contribute to and save even extra. So there's some strategy involved, and I love that you're thinking about it, Sloan. So we look forward to uh, talking with you at your appointment, and we'll get you all dialed in.
1: To Jody, Matt, D, Billy, and Sloan, thank you so much for those great Everybody, questions. thanks.
0: Good questions this week.
1: And if you have questions of your own, you can call 800-719-7917, 800 800-719- 719 Seventy nine, seventeen. set up a time to sit down with chris longworth yep. and chris i want to give you the final word
0: you know we're out of time and as always we're just so happy that people are here listening to us and that we can share some information that will empower them give them some peace of mind make them feel better about the decisions they make about their money and again whatever i can do to help you guys i'm happy to do so so we just want to say thank you so much for listening have a great weekend and we'll see you next time longworth is a certified financial education instructor and provides general information not individually targeted personalized advice and is not liable for the usage of information discussed exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles this information should also not be considered tax or legal advice chris longworth is a licensed insurance agent in life and health products in 22 states individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax legal accounting or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation past performance is not a guarantee of future results investments will fluctuate and when redeemed to be worth more or less than when originally invested any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products they do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through the financial education group by contacting the financial education group you may be provided with information regarding the purchase of insurance products